You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pork Pals Podcast. Hi, Donna Marie. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Very good. Very good. Brand new season of Below Deck for us to talk about this week. Yes. I mean, it's refreshing when you get a new season, isn't it? Like, you're like, you get good vibes, pumped up, what's ahead, like, you know, looking forward to it. How yeah, to say that of you. Yeah, oh, I do. Yeah, there's always, there is always a lot of promise with a new season. It's a blank slate. You don't know what's going to happen. And yeah, it's always it's always exciting. It's a, it's almost like new a New Year's Eve. You know, you're just you're waiting for the the year ahead or the the season ahead. But yeah, I do I do have a few things to say. All right, um, so I'll kick off then. So obviously we've got Captain Kerry. Uh, we've most below deck fans will have seen him before on Below Deck Adventure, so he's not new to us. Um, I think he came in a little differently, though, than he did. Than... I have a lot to say on this. Okay, a lot. To yeah, say. like I thought he, I thought he came in okay. I thought he came in kind of hot, though. Do you know what? I woke up this morning. I was having a cup of coffee, and I went on social media. I had a little scroll, and I saw that many comments comparing him. To Captain Lee. And I fucking hate that. He's not Captain Lee. People, anyone out there who's who's comparing him to Captain Lee, this is Captain Kerry. It is not Captain fucking Lee. Get over yourselves. Lee is gone. He's doing other shit. Move the fuck on. And listen, Captain Lee is the go. Like Kate is the go of Chief's shoes. You yeah. know? But we love gone. Lee. Yeah. Love him. Love him. Do I think Bravo did him dirty? Fucking 100%. 100%. Get the shaft. Yeah. But, you know, somewhere in the Bravo offices, wherever the fuck they are, somebody deemed it necessary to not go ahead with Captain Lee due to his fucking health. I mean, we all saw it last season. It was an insurance nightmare. Should they have given him the opportunity to come in this season and maybe do a handover? Yes, they should. Do I... Miss him and hope I see him again. Yeah. But look, he's gone. Kerry is a new captain. I like him. I loved him on adventure as a captain, as a person. I know I've said that to you. And I know a lot of Bravo fans didn't watch adventure because they didn't like it. They might have watched one or two episodes and then they walked away from it. Yeah. It was a reason it only got one season. Let's be clear about it vibe with adventure I won't even get into it but I liked Kerry and I was really excited that he was replacing Lee do I think he came in huh? No I think we know people like that in, in real life people that have that attitude of look I will be fair with you until you cross me do you know that kind of way don't fucking cross me. You don't want to go there. I, you know, you're like that. I'm like that. hundred percent. Yeah. Like I am the nicest person in the world. I will go to war with you. Yeah. The first time you fuck me over, I am your worst fucking nightmare. <laughs> I was having a conversation with, uh, you know, Killian and he was giving out about one of his teachers. And I was like, Killian, some of my greatest teachers in school were ball breakers. You know, they were really fair until you cross them, then they break your balls. They're the teachers you'll remember as the good ones down the line. You just don't yeah. think it. You know, and I've had managers like that in jobs where they're like, don't take the piss out of me. The minute you mistake my kindness for weakness, that's it. You'll see a different side to me. So no, I don't think he came in hot. I think he came in very honest. I think he's blunt. And I think they'll get fucking used to him. He's different, but yeah, no, I like him. 
I'm ready yeah. for. Oh, I, 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 I certainly wasn't putting it as a knock on him. I just, I was expect. I think I was expecting him to come in a certain way, and that's not what happened. And I suppose I was like, whoa, this is this is different than what I saw of him before. Um, this is a different. But then again, it's a different boat. It's a different scenario. So, and he's a captain at the end of the day. He's not going to be coming in there and thinking to himself, oh, God, I have to make them like me because Captain Lee is gone. No, he's oh, no. A, a job to do. He's going to get it done. He's going to treat the crew on below deck the way he treats his crews off camera. You know, so now bring it on. And then I loved his little sprinkle of fucking OCD where he's going around with them sinkholes and all of that. I'm like, yeah, I'm like that. Everything yeah. has to be beautiful. Everything has to be perfect. He's, and he's dead right too. Like, I mean, if you're providing that kind of service, have it one way or the other. Let's, well, let's have it, let's have it right. So I think, you know, I think a lot of Bravo fans are going to have a really horrible season if they continue to sit there and compare him to previous captains, you know, instead of getting excited about a new captain and seeing where he goes with it. You know, like everybody got so excited about Jason Chambers and that was because it was a new show. You know, that kind of way. Exactly. Yeah. It shouldn't be any different. At the end of the day, a new captain is, is it different? Yeah, it is going to be different because it's a new captain. But everybody moves on. And you have to get used to somebody new. Like, it's like anything in this world. Things change. There's constant change. You cannot keep things the same, no matter how much you try. Things change and you have to roll with it. And life becomes very fucking miserable if you spend your whole life wishing for, oh, well, I wish it was like the way it was before. There's loads of things I wish were the way they were before. They're not. Get the fuck over it, people. Move on. He's from Australia. Australians are very like us. They're blunt. They say how they feel. They don't mince their words. You know, get fucking used to it. Yeah. Like, I mean, we 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 talked with Faye about this when we had her on the show. We asked her about, like, the difference about working with American captains and Australian captains. And she vibed better with Australian captains being British and just being that closer to the same sort of um, humour and the way we we deal with stuff. They're going to be very different. If you had an American captain in there taking over from Lee, it mightn't be as big of a change. An Australian coming in is going to be a fucking world of difference. This is a completely different way of doing things, a completely different personality type, and a completely different cultural approach to things. Yeah. Like, I I like them, and I have gone into this season on a completely different mindset to a lot of the people I saw in the comments this morning. I was like, wow, I was not expecting this when I woke up to have. Yeah. I, I generally try and stay clear. Of, I generally try and stay clear of the comments before we record, because I like to sort of have my own fresh take on it. And I don't, and like that shit like that annoys me. So I, <laughs> even hearing about it, I'm, I'm, I'm triggered. I'm like, ah, oh, like people, yeah. seriously. I never get involved in the conversation. Like it's a, it's a group on, on Facebook and my personal page. And I never get involved in the conversations because I'm always like, I don't know. I always think completely opposite of what they're saying. So I, I know I'm just going to get into an argument. So I just don't. But, um, yeah, like I'm ready. I'm ready. Bring it on. Love Captain Kerry and looking forward to the whole season with him in the bridge. Can't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, <laughs> well, let's talk about Fraser. I want to I wanna be a little bit positive here before I go super negative because there's negative shit coming. Um, Fraser's back, has a different attitude. I think he's learned a lot since his last stint as, as Chief Stew. And I don't think he will be quite the pushover he seemed to be on the last season. Now, there's definitely growth there with him, isn't there? And I mean, lesson learned, no doubt about it. I couldn't help but watch, and I was thinking to myself, now if Toomey came back next year, would she have the same transition? Um, 
But yeah, you don't want to talk negatively, so we won't. Yeah, but so you- let's not talk about fucking Doomy. Delighted <laughs> to see Fraser back, and yeah, like he, I like Fraser. I, I like him last season. Love him this season, and I feel like Fraser will be okay, and there will be no meltdowns out of him as long as the girls are working in a team. Well, I mean, if that's... the wheels start, you know, he Listen. might freak the fuck out. Like, look. Let's face it, he's going to have issues. I think he's going to be fine, but he's going to have to face some shit. Like, let's face it, we're we're not even three quarters of the way through day one of a charter. All you've done is clean the boat, get the guests on, and make a few beds. And you have someone crying that their fucking work might be noticed. Yeah, look, I just think if he goes in there with the whole attitude of, you know... If they're not giving me what I need, then I need to cut them loose. And he sticks to it and he cuts them loose and moves on. He could do it very quickly. It could be a sweet transition. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas last season, he was he was being pulled for each side. He didn't know where to go. He didn't know what to do. And, and he let it fester. He let it fester and it got really, really messy. Yeah. And the whole Sandy coming on the bow had him sort of torn upside down. There was a lot of shit went on that he had to face and had to deal with. It doesn't look like he'll have to deal with that shit this year. He'll just have to deal with his team. Yeah. And like you seen him this episode, he was sweet. He was kind. You know, if that kind of shit is going on a few charters in when the exhaustion starts to kick in, because I know if it was me, you know, day one, I'd be like, ah, come on, sweetheart, you're grand. Day 10, I'm bollocks tired and they're still sitting in the bleeding crew mess sobbing, looking for fucking praise. I'd be like, shut the fuck up, get up off the chair and do your job. Stop and yeah. Like, I mean, what the fuck? Seriously, she's worrying about her work because she's in a floating role that oh, it's like, oh, my God. Like, like, this is way yeah. too early in the season for tears. Yeah, I feel like he's going to have to, he's going to need some patience. Yeah. And well, he's patience. definitely going to need them with that cat one. Definitely yeah. going to need patience with her. She looks like she's going to need to be handheld quite a bit, which is problematic on a, on a big boat like that with so much work to be done. And patience wears thin when exhaustion and shit kicks in. Like, yeah. I know that. Unless let's let's talk about somebody now that doesn't seem to have a whole lot of patience at all in the interior, and that's Barbie. Like Barbie, Barbie. No, without being disrespectful, I would love to know: is this the name she was given at birth, or has she changed her name along the way, or is she just called Barbie? Is it like Barbara, and she calls herself Barbie? Yeah. I, would like- I can't imagine being Argentinian, which she did. I'm getting that right. She said she was from Argentina. I can't imagine that she was christened Barb. No, I would I would love some clarification on that. Yeah, we may have to do some, because I haven't done a whole lot. Like, we did a bit of digging a, a few months back about who might possibly be on the crew. I haven't even gone back to see how right we were. I've recognized, I know we were right on the chef. Obviously, Fraser, Ben coming back. No idea whether we were right on some of the others. I know some of them we weren't, or if we were, they haven't arrived yet. Um, but Barbie, I don't remember that name. So no, neither do I. So yeah, look, I mean, the vibe you get off her is well, she's a good worker. But she is not a teacher. So yes. she will expect everyone to keep up with her and know what they're doing. She doesn't have time to slow down and, you know, pander to you or teach you. So, yeah, well, that would, you would question why after six years working on yachts, she's not a chief stew. Like six oh. years, six years as a stew was a long time. 
Probably because she doesn't want to be. Yeah. But if she's not a teacher, that's what I mean. If she's not a teacher, then that kind of rules her out as being a chief steward because you have to be. It's not your primary role, but it is a part of it. You're going to have green staff. You have to bring them along. Maybe that's what she likes. She likes to be the chief stew or she likes to be a stew that goes onto a boat and is the number one stew. Yeah. She doesn't want to go any further, like, you know, so. Maybe, maybe. I I think I like her. I like her. But we're only in episode one, so. Yeah, I haven't made up my mind yet. I do know that Chanel bag that she produces is rotten looking. And like, if you're going to spend that money on a fucking handbag, at least buy a decent one. Do you know what? Go count your fucking trainers. That bag is a classic. Okay? It's a classic if you're 50. No. It's a classic yes. Chanel yeah. piece. Okay? Yeah. No, so not a fan. Not we, a won't, fan. we won't get into a conversation about handbags. You stick to your trainers, leave the handbags and shoes over here with me. <laughs> um, right. Let's then we have Zandi. Oh, okay. we'll do Zandi first. Let's finish yeah. off the interior. A witch and a vampire, she described herself as. No, and I've watched the Vampire Diaries and the originals. You can't be both. And... Well, you can actually if we're going to go down that rabbit hole, but we won't. But I mean, look, she's now Damon Salvatore. Okay. No. I don't watch the Vampire Diaries, the originals, no. any of that shit. No, she will be a problem. Emotionally unstable, I would imagine. I'm look, she's go. Already, yeah, she's already said she suffers with anxiety, which is fine. That is fine. But, like, seriously, what is it with everyone wearing it like a fucking badge? Come on, people, just get over it. In the confessional, I'm like, I wonder did she tell the psychologist that (laughs) after we were talking to Jack? Um, Yeah, and if you haven't listened to the Jack interview, we did actually discuss this. And the fact that she's in there saying she suffers with anxiety um, probably contradicts what she said to the psychologist before she went on the boat, but hey, who knows? knows, but yeah, look, I mean, and she could give us problems in a lot of areas. I mean, you're talking about she could clash with some of the crew or she could end up romantically involved with the crew and have it go sour very quickly because she might get a bit clingy. Oh, she's 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 definitely bunny boiler potential. So she I, absolutely yeah. has bunny boiler potential because she's, as you said, she's probably highly unstable. I'd imagine she's quite dramatic. Um, I think she's gonna provide probably quite a bit of entertainment. Yeah, I think. Look, you're watching episode one. Everyone's like assuming cat might be the biggest problem the interior has, but. I don't know. I reckon it could be her. Yeah. I think it's going to be an interesting season on the interior. I think you've got three very different personalities in there. And how Fraser is able to manage them, only time will tell. Three big personalities as well, you know, like very different walks of life. And, you know, yeah. Look, let's see. Just I think of the fireworks big time. Yeah. Right. Let's uh, let's talk about let's talk about the deck group. Let's talk about the bosom. We done cat. We did cat. We talked about cat. We talked about her crying in the fucking. Yeah, we were just talking about Fraser there and how he did. Let's talk about whore and having that moment. I mean. Are we going to give her a little grace and be like, okay, it's our fourth day. She's probably quite nervous, you know, and rather than do what other crew members who've come on on their first and drank themselves a bit too much, she's just having a wobble. She's having a moment. And I could we give her a grace, but it was when she was kind of asking him for respect and things like that, that kind of, 
this. Let me be aware. If she was upset because it was all a bit overwhelming and it's a big bow and the, the amount of work and she hadn't got much sleep or something and it was just, that's a natural, probably emotional reaction. I would have said, okay. The fact that she's panicking already about whether her work is going to be appreciated and you ain't even got one charter. You haven't even got one day done. Never mind a whole charter. Um, says to me, not good. That's a red flag for me. It's a massive red flag. And I don't imagine the yachting industry is an industry where you can, you know, look for appreciation on a daily basis. I mean, I'm sure at the end of a charter, you get a pat on the back. And at the end of a season, you can, you know, have that moment. But when you're in the thick of it, when you're doing it and you're up to your fucking eyes, you can't be walking around looking for a pat on the back. I mean, I was in the aviation industry and we'll say, like, oh, you, you well know, over the years there was some madness, you know, whether it was volcanoes or snow or whatever. And these are times when you were just, it was just fucking crazy. And I was sitting there going, imagine me stopping and ringing up a manager and going, you know, I've been here for 18 hours. I'm just looking for you to tell me you appreciate me. I'd probably been fired and told to fuck off because the manager was also 18 hours in and up to our fucking eyeballs. You know, but after the fact, you'll always get a thank you. Yeah. Look, here's here's the way I'd view it. And like like you, pal, I've worked in, you know, these sort of high pressure environments where you don't get praise in the thick of it. You will get praise at certain times, usually probably at the end of your shift or something like that. But I would imagine in the yachting industry, it's when you do your tip meeting, you you might get praised. When possibly when you're on a night out and your department head says to you, listen, it's great having you on the team. When the season is over and they say to you, look, you did a great job, fair play. Or if a retor- if a captain rings you or a chief stew rings you because they want to work with you again on another boat. I, I'm guessing that they're the only times that you will get that kind of praise. Yeah, I agree. And at the end of the day, like, it's and not that's like, all you should expect. It's not like we're in a job and it's like you've got the minions down the bottom doing all this shit. And then the people up the top are sitting back doing nothing. You know, they're all doing the same job. They're all running around like headless chickens. They're all under pressure equal amounts of pressure and they're all putting in the same amount of energy and so they're all exhausted they're all overwhelmed you know and when there's one who's you know looking a bit too needy she will piss people off very fucking quickly yeah. i mean particularly- under his breath when he was going up the stairs she won't fucking last she won't yeah. like particularly in the interior particularly the interior like i think I think the deck team is a little bit different. I think the deck team, when they have a good docking as a team, they'll get, you know, they'll get an attaboy from the captain. And I think that happens because the captain knows if it doesn't go right, he's going to fuck them over. So he has to be willing to give the praise as well as the, you know, the kick up the arse when it's needed. I think the chef is different. I think you have to praise the chef because let's face it, chefs are fucking odd. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> but they are um they're artists more than they are staff and you have to stroke their ego sometimes you have to keep telling them especially somebody like anthony he strikes me as somebody who was built on confidence uh, listen since we're talking about anthony he has got to find his rhythm with his fucking organizational skills to you stay that galley? Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, it's that's not a good start for the no. chef. Well, we give him some grace because it was his first meal. You know, you've got to. He has to find his way. He has to find his routine in his kitchen. Find his. You know, it's like anyone in a kitchen. Like if I was to walk into someone else's kitchen tomorrow to put a dinner on the table, I'd be like, "Be frazzled. Where is everything? I don't know where Anne is. Where's my own kitchen? Yeah. I know it." Yeah, and to be yeah. fair to him. If you're going to be late with a meal, 
at least make sure the thing is out of this world. And he did. The thing was, the thing was cracking. Like, I'd say, like, it looked amazing. All the courses that came out looked good. May have said to me during the week, the chef is going to serve up at some point. I don't know whether this was in a trailer that I hadn't seen. The chef is going to serve deconstructed pad thai. And I was like, oh my God, this guy is going to be a fucking disaster. I thought, deconstructed pad thai, seriously? Like, is that even a thing? That's like a deconstructed fucking shepherd's pie. <laughs> That's like me. That's exactly what I thought. I said, oh my God, this is going to be a deconstructed shepherd's pie, which as anyone who lives in this side of the world knows, is just fucking savory mint. So, you know, <laughs> you're not kidding anyone, people. Um, but I have to say, he knocked it out of the park with the deconstructed pad thai on the lobster. <laughs> Yeah, Donna Marie has said this to her children. She has given them said to them shepherd's pie, but deconstructed shepherd's pie. It's just fucking savory mints. Oh stop. <laughs> I've done it all. Deconstructed shepherd's pies, deconstructed cheesecakes. <laughs> Lasagna with no pasta sheets in it. <laughs> Pregnant had baby brain. But uh yeah, like oh god, <laughs> that's me trying to talk now. Okay, moving on, moving on. Let's go to the deck. Let's oh. talk about, just let, let's get it out of the way. Let's talk about Jared because oh, I'm man. probably take you know <clears throat> a little wager here now. Again. How many we actually think he's gonna be in it. Well, not long, not long. He's he's on the way. He's he's going. He's going and going, but he's not gone yet. I think. I know he goes because, and I'll tell you how I know he goes. Because he's not on the he's not on the crew list on the fucking Bravo page. Well, I went this morning, like you know, all week over the last couple of weeks. You know, social media is buzzing with the excitement for this new episode and. Captain Kerry, um, Kyle, Ben, um, Barbie, Zandy, Fraser have all, you know, been commenting on some of our posts, have been responding to our DMs, have been sharing our story. And then this morning I'm like, I don't remember this chap now even even respond I don't even remember tagging him in that no hold on here now are we even following this chap yeah probably not (laughs) we weren't so I had to go hoking and poking and find him and I found him and there is zero zero posts from him related to Bravo Below Deck nothing He didn't even post his crew picture and say, coming soon. There is nothing. He's he's gone, so. Yeah, if you were to go onto this chap's um, page and you wouldn't even know that he was like a yachty. Like, you you just wouldn't. All his pictures of him in the snow. So, yeah, he is not partaking in promotional work, so he does not last long. And we're not doing a spoiler for this because... Like like that, if you've watched episode one, if you haven't already figured out that he's not going to last past a couple of episodes, you may, yeah. want to, you may want to give your head a wobble because he's fucking gone. He is shite. Anyone who would think that he was going to come out the other side, yeah, definitely. Maybe this is your first ever season to watch. Like, no, he's gone. Like, he was calculating. He was trying to convert... Feet to meters on his fingers. No, seriously. Like, do you want to borrow me toes, kid? You know, like when he was sitting there in the confessionals and he's talking and all, I'm just sitting to him. Is, is he on like weed or what? Like, he's just. Oh, he, looks, he looks like he's out of it. He looks like he's heavily medicated. Yeah, man. <laughs> I wonder, did he find a pen or something that uh, Anna had left behind maybe on a, on a previous chair? <laughs> Yeah, he's not going to last long. And look, if I was a betting woman now, I'd be saying, right, he'll be gone and Ben will step into the bosun position. 
Yeah, well, look, we've already they're already setting that up. I think like you can kind of read how Bravo like to direct these things. So you've already got Ben kind of saying, well, look, I've been a bosun for the last while, bit of a kick in the teeth to have to step back and, you know, already talking about this guy and like, this is a shit show and, you know, where's the lists and stuff like that? Where's the work? He needs to lean on me. Ben's are, and listen, let's, let's be clear. Ben was very straightforward saying, look, I could do more, but like, it is a big boat. No, Ben, be honest. It's not a big boat. You just want his ass off because you know you're getting his job. And that's that's clear as mud. Look, we're big Ben fans here. And, yeah, just you be know, honest. He's a great walker. He's a great guy. I think his, his biggest downfall that he'll admit himself is he just likes me. <laughs> yeah. He's going to get himself into trouble. I can he tell. Likes drop, he likes to drop that anchor in one too many ports, shall we say. <laughs> You just know he's going to get himself into trouble. Oh, you know. well, look, we've already seen we've already seen the clips and the trailers, and he's certainly gonna, you know, take at least one or two out on this on this ship. Yeah, my money is on Sonny, and I don't know. I mean, it could be three. It's hard to know. It's hard to know what way it could go because we don't really. We don't really know, although we we do know that Kyle and Barbie get up to a little jiggery pokery. Yeah. So Ben is the type now. He's he's like, I think we were discussing this with Jack. You know, he gets away with it because he's a nice guy. Exactly. Gets- exactly, and you do give him. It was like Luca on Below Deck Met. Like I mean, you forgive Luca a lot because he's just a likable person. If he was an asshole, we'd be here criticizing him to high heaven, probably. But we like Ben, so we won't be we won't be criticizing. At the end of the day, they're all young, they're all free, they're all single. They can all do what the they're hell they all want. Single, all of them. And I was trying to think, Jesus, have we ever had a boat where they're all single? I think there's what? usually at least one that are loved up in some way, shape, or form. But it's hard to find a boat where they're all single. Fucking orgy waiting to happen. Although, listen, <laughs> we're going to show me anything going on in the hot tub in the fucking trailers. I was expecting it to be crew members, not the fucking charter guests. Yeah. Well, fair play to them. Why not? It's not the first time. Think, Do you know what? Just We'll just jump from the bow or the deckhands just for two minutes, right, to talk about the guests. Now, you know I'm a bit of a crude, right? And I could have got over the whole sexual talk, pent up frustration from the table until I don't even know who it was. But one of them just kept using the word that I fucking hate. Dick? No. Oh, mice! Mice! She kept saying she was mice. (laughs) She kept putting it in there and nobody reacted. I can't even say that word. It's... (laughs) And you know, it's not just a Donna thing. I know a lot of females who fucking hate that word. Just don't use it. Just don't do that. No, it's wrong. Don't ever, ever describe yourself as that word. No, like you can describe you can describe a cake as being moist. You know, nice moist cake. And even now, they, they've ruined that word and anything. <laughs> if I was describing a cake, I wouldn't even want to use the word because there's always one dickhead in the room who wants to make a joke. <laughs> Probably your husband, pal. <laughs> and him, it does be you. So, yeah, no, I just, no, 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 no. So she just lost me. And I'm, do you know what? I'm glad the camera didn't show me who it was that kept fucking saying it because <laughs> at least next week I won't know who it was. <laughs> and I'll just but, get on. Yeah, I did notice that. I heard it at least twice that she yeah. said it. I'm moist. I'm moist. It's like, seriously, why would you even keep saying that? She was just looking for attention and she wasn't getting it, which is why she kept repeating it. Like, 
bunch of hornbags, like, and you're just sitting there thinking to yourself, the fact that they're going on about it so much leads me to believe that they probably haven't had sex in about 10 years between the lot of them. Listen, I am, I am probably up, I'm as filthy as the next person, but there's a, there's a way of doing it and it doesn't sound crass and fucking, you know, like scumbags. And the way they come across is just nasty. Like, you know, oh, like, I'd eat so much dick if it tasted like this. Like, I mean, who the fuck says that? Seriously. Nobody at that age, anyway. I mean, no one at that age. Your kids well, like, I mean, I'm not knocking their age. At the end of the day, you can have sex at whatever age you want. I'm not I'm not going to be fucking ages to bear it. At that age. But to talk about you, know, I... much more private about our private lives. I mean, at that age, you know... We've really are we done, Marie? <laughs> we've nailed the whole self-respect thing. We talk about ourselves in a very respectful way, you know. So yeah, no fuck that. No, I can't be dealing with it. And the minute she brought that word into it, I was like, ah, oh, here, I'm not gonna like this now. Yeah, but maybe we should run. I'd say if we ran a poll, I'd say we'd get a high ninety percent. Um, don't like the word vote. I'd say a lot of our listeners don't like that word. I wouldn't even be able to write that word onto our stories to, to create a poll. So if you want to do that, go ahead. I don't, I don't need to create a poll. I know what the answer is going to be. The vast majority of people are going to say they don't like the word because I, I've been in so many jobs and social situations where that conversation has been had and the vast majority of women in the group, do not like that word. I wonder, is it just a thing over here, though? I wonder, I wonder. No, I, wonder. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think it's a bit more universal. I think this one stretches. I think this one goes all directions. I mean, there's a couple of words here that women hate being used. But then, you know, you say the word cunt over in America, like they go fucking crazy over you using that word. Whereas over here, I mean, we call people that all the time. Oh, on a daily basis. On a daily basis. And the and UK use it even more than we do. Yeah, and we don't use it in a nasty way. It's like, no. it's kind of endearment. I'm like, did you see that cunt yesterday making a show of me? I swear yeah. to God, I'll kill her. Do you know that kind of way? Like, I'd probably use that word if we were in person. Or on the night out, I'd probably call you that several times over the course of the night. Yeah, like literally, like we use that word a lot. Yeah. So, but the Americans, they don't, they hate that word. That is like very Yeah, that's, that's, that's really, yeah, when you get there. They use that, the oh, the C word. It's just like, yeah, the C over word. Here, over here, if someone was to call me the G word, I'd hit the roof. Oh, gee bag. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> can't listen. Yeah, that's a, that's another one. I know a lot of people that don't like that word either. <laughs> move on. I'm, I'm like I'm. I'm over talking about the words. Even let's move but on. Listen, but you brought it up. You brought, brought it up. Had to. I felt like it was necessary <laughs> to get that out of my system. But yeah, right. So. so I think I think we've done the guests. So, yeah. so the guests um, are the guests are both the filthy old horn balls. They're sound. How are we friends? Yeah. Um, so then let's carry on with the deck team. So we've got uh we've only got two left to talk about. So we've got Kyle, the wee yeah. Scottish lads. Listen, I mean, we're Irish, he's Scottish. We are very, very similar. People, I don't think I'm, his accent is that strong either. Not to us, no. but to them. And then I can't wait until <laughs> I can't wait until they go on a night out and he's drunk, and Bravo have to put the subtitles up. <laughs> oh, they will, a hundred percent, they will. Because <laughs> when Scottish happen. people get drunk, like I've been in, I've been in the company of Scottish people who have yeah. been absolutely scuttered. And yeah. you can't, you can only catch about every toward word. Yeah, it's like it's like over here, you know, if you're sober and you're talking to a sober Kerry man or Cork man, I mean, it's hard, you know, you have to concentrate. Oh, but they someone into them, and you're like, nah, 
you'll ask me. <laughs> you you meet someone from in around the sort of uh, Mallow area, that sort of area, Cork, and the fucking accent is horrendous. It's yeah. just so thick. And you yeah. just, you can't understand anything they're saying. Yeah. You so throw drink in there, you're fucked. It's the same with Scottish, you know, like, and when he gets a few drinks into him, yeah, you would, Bravo will have subtitles on. 10 euros tell, tells you that. But, uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100% we will see subtitles. We're going to like him because we're going to get him. We'll get oh, him. Oh, yeah. We'll get the humor. We'll get his approach and stuff. Yeah, we'll understand his jokes, everything. We're going to like him. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. And like that, I think he'll last the whole season. I don't think he's going to be problematic. I think, if anything, he will bring a lot of entertainment on Crew Night Outs. Well, look, he, he branded his arse with a clothes hanger. Like, I mean, that's got to say, and nearly lost his ass cheek. Like, I mean, that's that's our introduction to Kyle. That's in his, his confessional was he branded himself with a, with a clothes hanger. Like, I mean, that's pretty that out there. You ever see that video on social media of the Scottish guy waking up in the stranger's house after a night out? Uh, and he ends up having breakfast now. <laughs> like, That's what you do. Yeah, he remind me of that. But uh, and then we've got Sunny. I mean, she seems sweet. She seems nice. She could have a lovely season if she didn't get entangled with the bosun. Well, yeah, she'll take, but you say she's nice and sweet. I say she'll take Wavin. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's going to get into a compromising position with the future bosun and, um, you know, a fallout. Yeah, some- well, look, once you start taking your clothes off, everything changes. Once you see somebody naked, the whole nature of the relationship changes. Everything is different after that. Well, let's see how that goes. But yeah, look, good first episode, good vibes, good vibes. And look, we love drama. That's why we watch Bravo. We love drama. Yeah. We also love fun. We also love laughter. And I feel like 2023 was a very toxic year in the Bravo verse, in a lot of shows. Yeah. Oh, stretched, sure. It stretched through a lot of this, like all different below decks, Real Housewives, the summer houses. There was toxicity just oh, ran through the year. Yeah. And we've just come out of a season where, you know, Kyle just. The yeah, talk. Let's not talk about him anymore. Let's... Yeah. So I'm hoping for drama, but I'm also hoping for a lot of comedy in this season. Like, I feel like I need a lighthearted, you know, petty drama, comedy, good vibe. That's what I'm hoping for. Do I think I'm going to get it? No, but. <laughs> well, listen, it, as we said earlier, it's we're, we're, we're hopeful. It's the start of a new season. We can have all this hope. We can have all this expectation. This is what we'd like to see over the next 15 episodes or so that are probably left to go so fingers crossed that we get it yeah just no toxic no toxic i mean kerry ben fraser we know them there is zero toxic in them so you know hopefully these new people don't have it and if they do i like to believe that kerry would be like boom gone yeah so yeah fingers crossed Fingers crossed. Here, speaking of captains and the M word, did you see your man on uh, TikTok making or on Instagram making his drink with the short off yesterday? Who? Oh, you missed it. Jason had the top off with the mullet, the top off. He was making up a drink, making some sort of turmeric and ginger drink. Did you see the mullet? Yeah, I saw the mullet. Why? I saw I, the mullet. I hate mullets. And then I saw him with a mullet and I'm like, oh my God, I love mullets. Oh God. I, I'm going to drive over to your house one day and Ken's going to have a mullet, am I? Ken's going to be in a mullet with a white pair of shorts and his top off making a fucking turmeric and ginger drink at the kitchen sink. 
<laughs> you're going to be role playing below deck. <laughs> I can see it. One of the kids' little fucking dinky boats in the sink floating away. Go on, as long as that's the only dinky that's on show, we're all right. <laughs> oh, stop. But yeah, look, I mean, that was a good, good first episode and bring on the season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, question outside of Below Deck. Question. Summerhouse. Martha's Vineyard coming soon. Are they going to throw this in on top of Summer House? This seems they seem to be pushing this a little bit early, or am I? Nah, coming soon usually means two months away. I, I would say April. I would yeah. say April. because yeah. they just seem to be coming in. Just I just got a little bit. Like, Jesus, are they going to throw this in on top of Summer House? We're going to have a lot to fucking wrap our head around if they do. I would say April. It'll, uh, yeah, which yeah. is when it was last year. It was sort of April, April, May, just after Summer House itself finished. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Martha's Vineyard because I fucking loved season one and yeah. the trailer the little snippet of the trailer we got there from Queen's Bravo I mean it looked heavy yeah it does look heavy it'll be interesting to see how it how it shapes up looking, yeah. for, looking forward to that looking forward to Summer House and looking forward to the rest of this Below Deck season and we'll see how it uh, see how it pans out yeah I'm ready I mean we we didn't get to talk about it last week because we've Recorded after, but Vanderpump Rules is back. It is. It's back. I see. Uh, I see. Tom has a new IRL girlfriend. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I came back. I was buzzing for it. I was so excited. I mean, you all know how much I love Vanderpump Rules. But then I'm just sitting and I'm watching it, and I'm like, well. Yeah, really? Did it drain you? Was it not good? Is it just too toxic? I don't know. It was all right. It was all right. I was, and like, I don't mean I woke up the next morning, bought the kids out of school, made myself a cup of coffee and sat down and put Hey You on and watched. I fucking stayed up until 1am. Which is a big thing because we never do that for any show. It's always the next day we watch it. I stayed up till 1am. I streamed Bravo on the TV. I watched on it. On re- perfectly legal streaming service. Perfectly legal. I I was like, number one, I was pissed off because, you know, you come down in the morning, you have your coffee and you watch your show on Hey You for 43 to 46 minutes. I turned on Bravo at 1am. And the show didn't end until like 10 past, quarter past two. All American shows are like that. It's the ads. Advert after advert. I mean, I was highly entertained watching the adverts because there's Andy Cohen doing a fucking Walmart ad, carrying a shopping bag. A house, a suburban house and all. I'm like, what the fuck? American adverts are crazy. I mean, they're just mad. Listen, we always get this every time we go over there. And it's the medications that get me. Ask your doctor for this medication. Like, over here, they just go to the doctor and say, listen, push this. Over there, they they get you to go and push the doctor for the medication. And then they, like, at the end of the ad, they list off all the, like, side effects. And why the fuck would you ever want to take this shit? Can cause serious... Can cause stroke and heart failure. Oh yeah, I'm running. I, I'm on my way to the GP already to, to get it. Happen here, like the only adverts we'd have for medication on the TV would be kind of around this time of year, and you'll get like cough bottle or like you know Nemsin, cough syrup. Yeah, sinus medication. I don't think you're allowed advertise uh, prescription medication over no. here. No, you're not over here. It doesn't get prescribed or it doesn't get advertised on our TV. So it's just over the counter, like, and it's usually like heavy in the winter because it's flu season. And then in the summer, you might get one for, you know, 
a headache, a migraine, or fucking period pain, or something like hay that. Hay fever oh. and the hay fever, uh, hay fever, anti antihistamines get advertised a lot. Then what's about it? I mean, there's definitely you don't sit there and listen. Like I just, the, I find the American adverts highly entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I watched Vanderpump Rules. Many of them stayed up until quarter past two in the morning watching it, and it's just the same shit. It's like, this, you know. Remember, the year before last, it was on the chopping block. If that shit didn't happen last year, it was getting cancelled. That shit is gone now. Why would it improve? Yeah, look, I just, I I came away from the episode thinking to myself, okay, so we're just going to deal with more Tom shit. But then I'm like, comparing it to previous seasons and I'm like they get into a fight they sort it out then they get into another fight and then they sort it out and then somebody else gets into a fight and then they sort it out and, and it just goes round and round and round in circles and there's never any fucking growth or there's never any really moving forward and then I'm sitting there going to myself I wonder are these like do they like do they even talk off camera I know a lot of them do like I know Sheena and Lala are really really close and it's nice to see how supportive the girls have been off camera. You know, on social media, Ariana's doing um, Chicago on Broadway and they're all supporting her and things like that. And then it's their podcast. I just don't know. I, I just don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Ask me again in a few weeks. <laughs> so on that note, um, we will leave it there, Donna Marie. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, like, subscribe, Twitter, TikTok. If you haven't checked it out already, check out our interview with Jack from Below Deck Med and keep your eyes peeled. Another big interview coming starting next week. So keep your eyes open for that one. We will give a couple of teasers maybe later in the week. And with that, enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye.